0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, pay attention to this. This won't last long. I've got this black box here I'm reading from. I don't own a cell phone, as y'all know. This is about a family structure showing you simple things like how to live your life, how to find peace of mind, a close look at immortality. Our family has branched out from there, and it includes people like Mark Levin, the old great one, and a Glenn back some of those guys, you can get hooked up with them too at the same time. So you'll have the podcast that we're fixing to do, Unashamed, me roaming around in the woods down here, pandemic or no pandemic. It's 30 bucks off, 69 bucks for a whole year. Look, it's three or four or $5 dollars an episode for crying out loud. Yeah, what you look for on this black box, It's blazetv.com slash unashamed. You can get hooked up with us and together we'll make the world a better place. I am unashamed. What about you? So I'm forty-five minutes from the warning. I got the twenty two in my hand. I take two steps to go back up to the house. I heard boom, 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 <laughs> five shots. It's not funny. but <laughs> No, I know it. I know it. You got so to I'm laugh. Sitting there, I'm sitting there with my twenty two in my hand, and I hear it. And I'm, you got to remember, down in here, before the warning, I hear in a week's time. Hundreds of shots. Well, yeah. This gunfire, we live in the woods. Yeah, So people are shooting during hunt stuff season, all time. people are shooting deer, people are shooting squirrels. But it's technically
1: not hunting season. And, and so, we're
0: included. Yeah. I said, we're over in duck blinds, six men to the blind, blah, 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 blah. blah. I said, there's a lot of gunfire coming out of well, North Louisiana.
2: And every sign between here and town every sign, has bullet holes I,
0: in. I said, I might bring it up or not, but I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to bring this up. But I'm just telling you Well, y'all, right. <laughs> well I got the twenty-two in my hand. I said, not enough weapon. I said, let me go. I said, that sounded like at the gate up here. I said, that's where it sounds like they are. So I said, well, let me just get up here and get that AR, and I'll go up there. But then I stopped. I said, wait a minute. I'm behind the locked gate. If they crash the gate, they'll be here in just a little bit. Yeah. I said, I go up there, and there's a bunch of drunk teenagers shooting the signs, shooting my gate. I get the AR and kill them all. I said, I probably would end up on the wrong side of this thing. <laughs> They're yeah. not at my house. Right. They're on the side of the road, and a bunch of drunk teenagers drank too much beer and somebody's children, and, and I'm sitting there, and I kill all of them. I'm like, that just won't that play won't, well. Yeah. I said, I'm going to make a little code. Well, you code. did the right thing. I said, you I'm going to make a little code here. I said, if it, if it, if bullets are coming through my house, you know, I'm going to have to start shooting back where they're coming from because, you know, Miss K trying to get her down. I said, I'll return the fire is about all I can do. I said, but I think I'm going to wait till they either are coming in this house, breaking windows, kicking doors in, or shooting from my yard. Because it ain't like this is hard to have a drive-by. Yeah. the road stops.
2: It stops it where you. There's, there's no drive by. You drive by your
1: house, you go into. You go the but water, you understand which people you have understand guns, by the way, not the shooting, but they just drove by your house
0: you and went a, into a the a river. The voluminous <laughs> amount of gunfire down here, you I hear it all the time. Some well, people are taking target practice. Some people are shooting cotton cottonmouth. Some people are on the river. Well, it's, it's a bye, part bye, of life
1: bye. here, you yeah. know. Plus, but in I our always case, thought it
0: was a good thing. So it's not like I hear, boom, boom, boom. It's not like, boom, gunfire, get out. It. It's not like in a major metropolitan area where
1: – Well, let me tell you what happened. So which? So you have to you, keep you brought that up, in context. So, so you brought up the threat, though, and, and strangely and oddly enough, I don't think those things are related. I mean, we do get threats from time to time, but I don't think – I checked the,
0: it the next morning, and, the, and I saw fresh bullet holes in the signs on the gate. Yeah. Like the Was it thing? shotgun or – it was a small caliber. It looked okay. like.
1: Well, your your instinct was right. It was probably a bunch of <coughs> drunk teenagers. I looked for hulls
0: and didn't so find it. So, here's what
1: happened. So, a lot of you probably have heard this by now. So, we have to address it, which thankfully, our family, there's so much false information on the internet about our family through the years that most people don't even believe something that is true that's coming from a different source. But so I, you know, I put a statement out. Which I'm not sure when this will run, but I just and basically I said, "Look, our family is fine. The report about the shooting was true. There was a drive by shooting, and Willie's house and his son's house, John Luke, they were hit with bullets while they were inside. Yep. Now, Willie was not there, but his family was, and John Luke's family, with their small baby yep. was there and so uh but the good news is. They with I have to really uh, give our our police and law enforcement you know two thumbs up because within forty hour forty eight hours they have a suspect yep. you know that they've arrested so it's pretty good within two days you know yeah and look, they
2: were they're checking cameras I mean just everything you see on TV you know well they they you know had the the vehicle that had pulled up on I would say.
1: A top five thoroughfare in, oh, yeah. in West Monroe, yeah, and I mean, it pulled up, but just they got it on camera. So I mean, you can imagine the noose began to tighten because if you had that
2: vehicle, well, you're getting pulled over. I <laughs> how mean, how many of our friends do we know that drive similar well, vehicles? You know, They're like, I'm I, getting pulled over, you know, in town. I mean, I mean, well, our our sheriff's department got after it, which was well. A, what was real weird person. is because I was in a parking lot and the guy pulls
1: up in in one of those vehicles, because now I'm looking. Well, so I just get in the ready, because I have a you know a pistol now with an arm. <laughs> so I rolled you out the do. window. I look, well, it's a guy I've, I play golf with. I was like, hey, man, I said, I saw that vehicle. And he said, oh, the cops were at my house this morning. <laughs> he said, I got the full treatment. I was like, well, sorry about that. But I'd like to just tell my perspective, you know, I'm at – this is in the middle of the day when this happened, and it was Friday. Beautiful day, sun shining. I'm taking a nap at two thirty in the afternoon on my couch. We're quarantine living.
2: I usually take a nap around that area. So well, this is right before you do your final stock looks and all that. That's right. I don't this know is why your, y'all keep this, bringing that up. This is I, this I, is uh, his post lunch nap before the final bell to get his. Stock no, it's posted. like that song uh, said <laughs> when that guy said, "Well, I was tired."
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's I saw you leaning up against the post. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, "But I was tired." Yeah
1: <laughs> what What song is that? Well, it's, it's
0: a little worse than I can't think of thinking. Yeah, of somebody
1: guy. will. I'm sure. Let us. <laughs> somebody know, will know. No, unashamed nation will know. So I hear something because very few things wake me up gunshots usually wake me up but i was kind of like you even though i'm in town i'm in a gated neighborhood most of the people in my neighborhood they're my family so i'm like okay you know my dog barked so i'm like
2: what was that i don't know and we're not in the city limits where we live well we're pretty we're, close. We're, we're close, yeah. but in other words, we do hear some shooting from time to time. I yeah. you know the the uh refuge is right behind us, you know, so I wake up a lot of times if I'm gonna hunt well, y'all hearing people busting woodies and you know I mean oh, yeah. you can hear but a it's lot not, of ref- But it's not but it's two two not 30, like it is out here. It's two
1: thirty in the afternoon. It's weird. It, it, it was weird. weird, but I I go back to sleep. Well then my phone starts ringing. Well, when I answer my phone, things change because it was Kay, my mom, and she's like Here's what she said, but her voice, because you know how Miss K can be. She can be, you know, embellished and exaggerate
2: like most of the Robertsons. There's, so a, you have pic- to there's a picture that next her. to mom in the dictionary where it says hyperbole. There's yeah. a picture of mom next to hyperbole. Yep. Just, yeah, you yeah. Know. But the
1: tone in her voice, I knew, I knew what she was saying was true because it was, I don't know how I knew that, but she said, people have shot Willie's house. They've shot John Luke's house. The police are on their way. Now, how she knew about that <laughs> within a few minutes, I don't
2: know. She's wired I she has a network. I guess, has, network of,
1: I guess of, they were like, I think the police, smartly so, thought, there may be let, let me let somebody get a hold to the rest of the family. It may be house to house. Because you you got to remember, yeah. when you look at something in hindsight, it makes sense. That's why I thought I would share... This is was my first experience with you know I hear gunshots now I get the call so you think well what do you do because you got to remember I was just asleep you know so I had a rifle and a shotgun within ten seconds in both hands and so I'm like because I'm thinking from what I knew because I hung up on mom just I mean that's all I heard and I just hung up said I need some weapons because <laughs> I'm thinking house to house. I was doing it in my head. I didn't know if the guy's on foot. Well, right. I don't know. That's all I got. So I get my weapons, and I'm like, "Where's my family?" And so I do a quick search of the house, and I see no one. And so I look outside. Of course, I'm looking for foe or my family. Well, Missy's she's in the backyard, just whatever, you yep. know, gardening. And uh, so I open the door, which I didn't realize how I look. I have two guns and I said, Get in the house now. And she said, I think I just heard some gunshots, which which is the what she said. Yeah. But then I more sternly said, Get in the house now. I scared her, you know. I mean she in the house. <laughs> and so uh then I said, Well, I'm not gonna sit here. I had to make a decision kinda like you did, but I have a different I have a in my mind. A life threat here. Yep. So I thought, you know what? I, I'm I'm going. I'm not going to be a sitting duck. I mean, if I go down, I, I, I'm I'm fixed to go look here. So I kind of went through a process in my mind. Okay, I may have to shoot somebody. I'm fine with that if they're attacking. You know, I'm under attack. And I thought, look small, because it's just I kind of you know all the years of hunting. You know, I was looking at things because I realized most people think, you know, when they go deer hunting, they go out in the woods. People who don't deer hunt, they're looking for deer. Well, that's you're you're not going to see them because they see you, and so you look for things out of place. And right. so I remember I looked at the wind because I thought if I have to use a rifle, I want to see which way the wind's going. And I actually looked down at my hand to see if it was shaking, and it wasn't, which I thought, well, that's good because <laughs> you
2: never. Well, yet, I thought, you know. do
1: I need to go find a tree and get a rest? You know, because if I'm handed my hands are shaking because my adrenaline's going. Then I'm not going to go freehanded. You know. <laughs> the and then I thought. Between
0: you and me is when I got word I was within the arms' reach of an AR-15. <laughs> well, I said it, it took that me way five seconds at all time. <laughs> I
1: realize it, Phil. I used to think you were paranoid, but now you were prepared. Just you prepared, were right. Just prepared, prepared. And so, so I go out. I I look. What I think is, I do a a look of the whole property, and I am like, he's not here, I and mean, he's not he's not coming. So then, when I went back in, well, it was just Karina and Missy, and I am like, well, where is Mia? And this was kind of the panic attack moment for me because she's like, well, she went to Dollar General, but Dollar General where it's located is not real far from where the shooting happened. Right. So now I am like, well, how long ago did she leave? And it was like, thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. It takes five. So I get in my truck, but then I thought, well, wait a minute. Just in case, I need to give them, I didn't want to leave Missy and Karina, our Nicaraguan daughter. So I said, I got the shotgun, and I said, here you go. Let me give you a quick tutorial. Well, I looked at Missy, and she's never really been, she's always been afraid of guns and never wanted to deal with them. But I looked at her, and I could see it in her eyes. She's all ears. Tell me what I need to do. But I looked at Karina, and I could tell she was scared. And so I said –
0: the Nicaraguan?
1: Yeah. I said, Karina, I'm sorry this happened because you're in our family, but it has happened. And there there are people in this world who do bad things, you know. But we got to rise up because I felt she needs
2: an inspiration. Well, and her – you think about her case, her life story – I mean, it was government takeovers and, you know, oh, yeah. people walking around. I mean, like, it's a fearful existence if you're in a mm-hmm. situation where you really can't trust much. And so I would think that would be especially frightening. Well, it was. And I said, look, uh, and I, I, I could tell she
1: needed to be inspired. I said, we believe in God. We can't lose. We have the Holy Spirit of God in us. And, you know, if something bad happens, we we win anyway. I said, but right now this is about, you know, protecting other people. This is about the person beside you. I said, and we don't want some idiot coming in here. And and so you're going to learn how. Because I've taught her how to shoot a gun already. But I said I'm just giving you a reminder that this is a battle against good and evil, and we're under attack, unprovoked. They're just randomly shooting it because we knew. You know, there was a lot of kids in the houses that mm-hmm. was shot. because we're quarantined? I mean, you know. So she
2: was like, "Thank you, sir. I feel better." <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an official toad, right? Let's take a break when uh, we finish. It. So we're uh, enjoying our black rifle coffee. Love uh, it in our unashamed with Phil Robertson coffee mugs. Um, Staple center of the show. It is, and and you know, a lot. I know a lot of you are trying it because you've been telling me, you've been sending me pictures of you getting your uh, your. Black Rifle coffee package. Some of you have joined the coffee club, and that's awesome. One of the fun things about doing this is sometimes you run across a product that you really, really love. Uh, a couple of new things that I want to share with you today about uh, what they're doing. They've got some, uh, some new coffee flavors. They, got, they say two new – we like uh, Murdered Out is our favorite because we like it really rich. But here's a couple to try. Uh, espresso with Cream. I don't know about that one. Maybe good. And espresso mocha. So if you're into uh, espresso mocha, espresso mocha. What Espre- about
0: that? it's got a got a got a ring?
2: Oh, it, <laughs> it sounds sounds interesting. Like
0: South America cocoa mm-hmm. mocha. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so each flavor comes with 200 milligrams of caffeine per can. 100% Colombian coffee. Great source of protein, by the way. So a lot of great things to check out. They've got a coffee club uh, that you can join. That's what we do. And so we get our coffee that comes in here. We drink it on the podcast. I drink it at home as well. So uh, check these guys out. If you go to blackriflecoffee.com slash fill, you're going to get 20% off your first order, which is awesome. That includes the coffee club as well. So it's blackriflecoffee.com slash fill, and check out Espresso Mocha.
1: So, so I take off. To go find Mia. Well, when I get to the end of the road, there are cops everywhere. And what happened? There was a wreck, and I didn't know if the wreck had been caused by the incident. The wreck was about a quarter mile up the road from the shooting. Now it was a coincidence. I think. But anyway, so my daughter couldn't get back because the road's closed because there was a wreck. You know, but it was. It was, I mean, right, it was the uh, wreck it was, was right a, in front of the dollar chip. It was a yeah. <laughs> it was a quarter mile. I saw it all when I came through. And which now I'm looking at the vehicle, saying, is that my daughter's vehicle? Because now I'm thinking, well, maybe she was in a wreck. You know, so in a but,
0: span of 15 minutes, not only was a gunfire, there was car yep. wrecks. E- yeah, and it was so, all
1: happening in real time. Well, right? and a piece of me was upset because I'm like, we need this. I need these cops chasing. You know, we had we just had. <laughs>
2: a drive by shooting <laughs> the shooting but, happened when the state troopers were a quarter mile down the road i guess cuz yeah, i think the wreck happened crazy. First. it was crazy so anyway so mia gets
1: back and then you know you think well, what do you do i mean cuz your adrenaline is pumping and uh and it did make me realize even when we talk about having the second amendment and when you and i thought about the speech with missy it just fortified so much of what we've always when people ask us and about, you know, what's your thoughts on gun control and the arguments we've had? I thought, you know, what was the first thing we had to do when we were under attack, not by anything we, you know, we did or, I mean, just here comes this situation. And I thought the first thing we had to do was grab some guns and call people with guns. And then it hit me. The reason that they didn't come closer is because everybody knows we have guns. If you know who we are, so I thought it was a deterrent, and really the Second Amendment, that's what it does. It deters people who have evil intent from, from getting that close to you because they know if you give them about five seconds, you're gonna fixed to have a fight here. Right. And uh, but I was proud. you know, my dogs did a good job. The, you know, the family did awesome. And so then I, I started having to call people. Be in the family because now, once I've realized, okay, this people, this person was in a vehicle. So I called Cy si, because I thought, you know, he probably doesn't know. You know, he he's going to be the
2: last person to get this. And Cause I because we're just kind of wondering, this thing happened to you. So we're like, somebody driving around shooting at everybody in the family. Well, we you, don't you never know. know. We don't know. You're, right.
1: you're calling your loved ones, you right, know. Right, right, right. So I called Cy, si, which I need, you know, it's nothing was funny about this, but. Sa si has a way of making a situation just Be comical at ease. Yeah, because when I called Sa, si, he was like, "Okay," within ten seconds, I could hear guns being loaded, and he was—he put me on speakerphone and put it down. And he was like, "Okay, boys." And he was oblivious of me. He said, "Now that one there is going to do some pretty good damage." And then I would hear another gun start to load. And he said, "All so, right."
2: He's always talking to the boys, whoever the boys are, when he's talking. Okay, boys. So. Well, then his guy that works for him, Phil, said, "Boy, I didn't
1: realize I had to make because he was over their heads." So many guns. I said, "Well, what's he doing?" He's like, "Oh, he's got them all pointed toward the front door." I said, "Well, tell him to point some at the back door." You know, beside the whole time, without as calm as could be, was just like, now that
0: there, well, that's going to in the leave. U.S. military for twenty-five yeah. years." Well,
1: yeah, if anybody was going to be prepared, it'd be sorry. So I did. I did think it was interesting. But through the night, you know, we, I thought, "What do I do? What do you do about this?" So I, yeah, I got to Couple of Navy SEAL buddies that have been my security, you know, through events that I've done. And we just got to be really good friends. And so I called one of them and I was like, all right, here's what happened. And I'm just trying to figure out what am I dealing with here? I'll give you the situation. So I told him, of course, this guy, you, the, you realize when you talk to these guys why we have the most powerful nation on earth yes, because sir. he immediately went into, okay. Here, here, you know, here's what you do. And so he just started giving me a a withering barrage of information. And I was noticing it was almost like a five point sermon. And I was like, because I was trying to retain the knowledge. And I was thinking, all these things start with P. I don't think that was planned. But, you know, he started off, you got to have a plan. You know, what's your plan? And I'm like, well, that's why I'm calling. That my plan is to call you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my plan is to call a Navy
0: Seal.
1: That, too that's too far a, away.
0: That, to, that was the plan. He's, he's like, too far away to help you at this point. Well, that's he right.
1: did say, "I'll, I'll." If you want me to be there, I can be there. And look, he sent me while we we're talking a Google map of how long it would take him to be there with these guys. (laughs) He kept doing that while we were talking because he was like, got to have a plan. He's like, then there are protocols. You need to sit down with the family and go through every situation. What if there's someone following you? You know, what are we going to do? What if somebody pulls up in the yard? And I mean, he, he went through a dozen off the top of his head. Of course, I'm trying to write them down, you know, and then he's like, then you got to address psychology. I mean, cause there's a psychological aspect of this and you got to remember the more you're prepared the less fearful you will be because you're involved in the process. So he's like, the more prepared you are, the less you're anxious about it. He said, cause that, that's who we are. He said, that's all we do is train and prepare. And that's why it you say, sense. well, this guy, there's bullets whizzing over his head. And he said, we prepared for it. And, uh, he said, then you need some pistols. Cause <laughs> now he said that <laughs> I laughed, because he said, I know you're good with a gun and a rifle. He said, but pistols have their place. And, uh, so and he started sending me different ones, you know, because he's like, "You got to get your wife now." Have you addressed that? I was like, "You know what? She's surprised because he knows Missy yeah. real well." I said, "Oh, she's had a complete change of heart." <laughs> and he said, "You tell her I'll come over and train her, so she doesn't have to deal with you." And I was like, "Oh, she'll go for that, you know." And he said, "Then you have a lot of practice in the meantime." And he's that way. It it you know. I think he thought I was. More anxious than I was, I really wasn't because I'm like, okay, we all made it at this point. I know everybody's fine, and I'm as prepared as I can be. But he made an interesting point because he's like, you got to remember, especially when you have kids and your wife, and they have a different degree of anxiety because you're okay, you know, you're you're not scared of the situation. We have a situation, he said, but that they they're going to be more fearful. So you're going to have to help them with these different points. So, look, when I hung up the phone, I felt completely at peace, you know. I was yeah. like, okay, that was a good idea to do because now I'm, I am I have a plan. So Let's how long the from
0: the time it happened did they actually law enforcement have the guy?
1: 48 uh, hours.
0: 48 hours they had arrested him. Yep. Which that's yeah. pretty good. Yep. Yeah,
1: and I don't. You know, what happens is because everybody, once this came out, they're asking you the main two questions I get is, you know, well, how'd they catch him? And what was the motive? And
2: well, why'd he do it? That, that's what I'm, I was getting all, all day today.
1: Yeah, I'm like, no, look, I, and I didn't realize people are so obsessed with the why, but you got to remember in real life, now, when you get away from social media and watching TV, in real life, if you just stop and think about this, a person does a drive by shooting. Into two houses on a main thoroughfare, on a bluebird sunny day in the middle of the afternoon, with eye wit Though I mean, there were multiple eyewitnesses, and you have him on video. Well, you have an irrational act. You, you don't. You shouldn't think you're going to get an a rational answer to why he did this. That's right. It, it, no matter what you think is going <laughs> to happen, and everybody wants to know. Oh, because there was. You know once we saw the you know who he is, there was no obvious ties right. to any of the family. there was no there was nothing that really made sense. I mean, you can guess you can have opinions I mean, if I gave my opinion, I would say, based on what I know, which is very little, it just seems like a guy saying, "Hold my beer and watch this." You know,
2: right? As far as we know,
0: yeah. I mean, that's that's all I know. Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. That's First John three, but verse four. You look at it, you say, just just sinful behavior.
2: Hang on, let's let's take a break, and I want to unpack that a little bit more. So Jay's uh, Mother's Day is uh, just around the corner. Yes, I've learned my lesson. And, and All mothers in my life get presents. That's right, because you don't don't make the mistake of saying, well, my wife, you know, she's not my mother. I don't made know. that mistake. That was year <laughs> one of marriage. <laughs> Bad call. Took I five just, years to get past it. I just, and logically, in my mind, it made perfect sense because I was like, well, we have kids. I mean, like. You, but that doesn't work. No, so, you need to. I mean, look. And uh, even now, in my case, unlike you, my daughters are mothers, so I, I honor everybody. You have to look at the the big picture. So, so we want to be able to honor our mom. And, and Jason, and I have a wonderful mom. And look, she'll she'll let us know if we don't call her. I can guarantee you that. I've
1: gone from not acknowledging my wife to now acknowledging.
2: All moms. <laughs> that's right. If, if you're a mom, we're making sure Thank you're getting Thank you, something. Jesus. So, look, we got a great company, Jase, uh, that's going to help us do this the right way. It's called BOUKS, B-O-U-K-S. And obviously, that's short for bouquet, which is smart. So, BOUKS is the name of the company. Uh, they got some uh, great opportunities. Basically, they start at 39 bucks. You get these really great bouquets that you can send your mom. Right now, we're in this crazy... You know, uh, I guess we're going to still be in the pandemic th- during Mother's Day. Sometimes people can't even see their mom. So yeah. You got to find mm-hmm. a way to get them something. So these are the folks that you need to check out. Uh, you get them at books.com, B O U K S dot com slash Phil. That's going to be your code. You get 25% off your entire order. So you're saving money yeah, uh, by using Phil. So it's books, B O U K S dot com slash Phil. Twenty five percent off and honor your mom.
1: If mom don't forget. If mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. So this is a good opportunity. Books.com slash Phil Well I was gonna say, I mean look, I you assume because at first I thought, well maybe, you know, we're all we're in a the coronavirus, there's over twenty million people lost their job. You know, maybe a guy lost his job. A lot I'm, of people I'm, cooped up. They're bored. I'm sure there was substance <clears throat> abuse involved. Look, that's a guess,
2: but it's probably a pretty good one, <laughs> you yeah. know? But you think about it though, Jay. So Dad's right. People, I think, the reason they ask why is because they want to think there is some rational reason why people do something so irrational. They want to think that because it makes other people feel secure. What if somebody comes shooting at my house? But when you understand, I think, the spiritual makeup of what we're talking about here, and you understand that sin, once somebody is captivated by sinful behavior and the evil one is obviously pushing their life, because oh, most yeah. people don't just drive by shooting at people. If there, anybody is capable of anything.
0: Oh, if
2: they're God. in the wrong frame of mind, or if exactly the evil right. one is in charge of their life. So to try to make, it's like you talked about before, now, how does a guy get up and make all these plans to get into a hotel and have a you know, hundred thousand people at a concert, and just start killing people. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there is no rational understanding of it. Other that. than
0: satanic, no. <clears throat> I have no answers for those. No,
2: it, it, it is. That's exactly.
0: Well,
1: because you just well, and you throw in you know substance abuse. You know, you take somebody that's high or yeah. or drunk, and they're mad, they lost their job, or whatever, and. They just – even if they're driving by, they look over here and what's seemingly someone who is successful and they think, you know, whatever in their state of mind and you do something
0: stupid. In, in lieu of First uh, John 3 verse 4, the Apostle Paul is talking to, about a person who <clears> – <throat> thanks be to God, though you used to be slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness – Thanks be to God, though you used to be slave to sin. There's a lot of them out there. I I was used to be one. We all used to be one. You wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. You've been set free from sin, and now you've become slave to righteousness. You get up and make sure you do right. Now, what's this? I put this in human terms because you are weak in your natural selves, Watch how this reads, just as you used to offer the parts of your body in slavery to impurity and to ever increasing wickedness. Why did somebody do this? Why did somebody do? So now offer them in slavery to righteousness, leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, we're going back on why people do things, including drive-by shooting. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. You said, "Well, why would, you, dude? Why'd you do that?" He's like, I, I, "I don't know." Well, what benefit did you reap at that time when you were slaves to sin from the things you're now ashamed of? If you could talk to it now, once he's sobered up, and said, "Dude, it, this is probably going to cost you a few years in the penitentiary. Who knows?" But, but, but you can't see. So it, it, now he would say, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. In well, words, if he was able those to Those things discern, result yeah. in, yeah. <clears throat> now you have been set free from sin when a person is converted to Jesus and have become slaves to God. The benefits you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. Then he says this in lieu of First John 3, verse 4, everybody who sins breaks the law. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus our Lord. So if you get to thinking about it, you say there's two mindsets running around out there, and they both vary in degrees. The real, real hardcore, I mean, child molesting gang raping, chopping people's heads off of machetes, these inner city gangs, you're like, man, a lot. But if you all just look around, there's degrees out there. But there is a big difference between righteous living and satanic living under yep. the control of the evil one where you really don't know what is the right well, thing Well, no
1: do. doubt. Because when
0: you step
2: back and look at it, I mean
0: – It's just that, a dangerous the, place planet Earth is, and it's always been that way. When, the <clears throat>
2: generational sin just keeps building it worse and worse. The picture
1: when John Luke and I were – Talking about the situation, you know, he he had the bullet in his wall. He had a picture of the window where it came through. And, and had, then it's just stuck in the door but he, jam, but, you but, know. But, but he took a picture of himself, and it was head high. I mean, that's what sure, I noticed. Not. But, but what – and what I what – I, the reason I shared that about Missy is what changed her opinion about that was, I mean, their little baby's the cutest baby in the world. That's I mean, no doubt. And six here's, a, here's a guy, you know – Sitting in in his house with his wife and his baby, they're quarantined, and a bullet goes through their bedroom window in the middle of the day and lodges in the wall. head And he
0: doesn't even know these people. No, No. this guy didn't even know the the people in the house with babies and children. He didn't even. But you would think he said, "Well, they're on the quarantine. There's probably somebody in there." Then boom, 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 boom. Here we go. Yeah, like, or
1: who knows? Well, I, mean, I I remember telling Missy. I said, because when they arrested him, she's like, "Well, what now?" I said, "Well, I'll tell you this. If I have the opportunity, I'll share Jesus with him. Mm-hmm. I'll do it."
0: And I By said, "By the way, it, Jace, that is that event that just happened. That is precisely the 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 reason." I holler about Jesus and try to convert people. That's he, yeah, That guy personified everything I do out here. I'm just trying to get people. I've been saying it over and over and over. Why don't we try loving God and loving each other, and we well, won't have this. That's our
1: greatest weapon, and it still is. Because she said, well, what about all these pistols we just bought? I was like. Oh well, uh, now if somebody's hailing gunfire on on the house, that's the weapon of choice in the moment. I said, but once they're locked, he's up, not
0: ready when we, when he was shooting toward the house. It wouldn't have been the time to try to get into a Bible study.
2: No, <laughs> wasn't wrong weapon. <laughs> hey, so you got to know which weapon to grab. So, hang on, let, let's take a break in fix it.
1: So I told her, I was like, oh, no, I was like, are you still ready to, to learn? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm, as long as you don't teach me. Because she knows, you know, I'm going to be impatient with that process. I was like, I got you a Navy SEAL <laughs> coming that will take care of all your needs. So she's kind of excited about it. But I told her, I was like well, – I'm
0: glad there was a bridge crossed right there on behalf of your wife. Yeah, it was. It she, was. She said, the last thing you want to have around here is guns. And I'm thinking – what if somebody drives up and just start filling your house full of bullets? I mean,
2: well, there's a lot of there's I, a lot of women. Well, have, you either have well, uh, you uh, either have
0: to run, and you're in your house, try to get away, or return the fire. Well, now, I brought
2: I brought it up
1: though, Al, because I remember when the school shooting, the one that happened in Florida. I remember those people, those parents getting up and being passionately against guns, and I thought, you know, I get it that because you know your kids got killed. Right. I mean. But I was thinking at the time, but your your philosophy based on that emotion, I, I don't agree with. But now that I've actually experienced the situation, I'm thinking, I felt the same energy because, you know, when there's babies that I love being fired upon, you can't get any more emotional or mad than I was for twenty four hours. I mean, I was yeah. angry. But I did realize that when you think about what can I, I was, do
0: I was simply going to the right and the left a little and 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 I wasn't mad at all Oh I was mad. I wasn't mad. I was yeah. I was looking at different angles if someone pulled up out there, you were
2: making your yeah. plan.
0: I was just so, making, looking at the angles, making sure I had cover. I, I, I mean, so no. here,
2: so here, mm-hmm. but when I saw and a line
0: of sight, when I, mean, I saw I was the, going through the
2: whole thing, when I saw the picture that you described, it was it was amazing, Joe, because when John looked into me. So my thought process almost within a few minutes. You know who I thought of? I thought about because you hear it on the news all the time. I thought about the people in Chicago, Illinois. They're living in an inner city neighborhood. Bullets are flying every day. Just I brought, like what I we talked up. Yeah. And, and I thought about it, and kids are getting killed all the time. Cause we see now what a stray bullet can do. Sure. And it just it I got angry, but I got angry because I thought they're the toughest gun control laws in the country are in the state of Illinois, in the city of Chicago. So they've stripped the people. That are being shot. Well, that their was kids my are being point. Al. They, they it, can't defend themselves. Well, but obviously, it, look, it's not working to the sense you can take away every gun because criminals find a way to get a gun. But I realized in this process,
1: even if you don't have to use the gun, the ability to have one is the deterrent. That's right. I, I, I am convinced that if we had, if you could not have a gun. He wouldn't have just driven by. He'd have drove up in the yard, got out and started shooting. If I that, mean, was, his, if that was his motive. That's I mean, right. I'm just saying we're yeah. pretty famous people. You you know we're armed. If you're attacking us, you know that if you give us a few seconds, we will return the gunfire if I'm you're never in, giving in up, our house. I'm
0: never giving up guns,
1: yeah. ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. the founders made sure we didn't have
0: to. I'm that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they were genius in
1: that because and that I just saw Missy, how it changed her, because I said, well, what? Because I was thinking some philosophical thing changed her mind. But she's like, when there, when there are people firing on my babies, oh, I need to get over the fear of of having a uh, weapon. Uh, yeah, having She went from like, you know, it made me think of a mama bear. You know, I'm yeah. like, you, when you're firing on babies in houses in your neighborhood, oh, she's like, give me a gun, tell me how to use it. Because I'm not going to use it. Unless you come to my house and start firing on my babies and then look, you want to see me?
2: I'm going to defend. I think one of the things about our wives, because a lot of people, I mean, I know our audience, there's a lot of pistol packing mamas out there, but our wives and daughters in my case and yours, or they depend on us. I mean, they know, we know how to handle a weapon, And so they're thinking you'll always be there to protect us. But something like this happens, and then you realize, well, what if they're not here? Well, right. I mean, then it's like i got to protect myself, and plus you're vulnerable. I had the same conversation with my oldest daughter and Lisa because we've been talking about them doing concealed carry and learning how to have a weapon because I've got weapons, but then they're kind of like afraid of them. And I was like, well, I I want you to be trained on it where you're not I'm not afraid of the weapon at all. I mean, the only way the weapon hurts somebody is if a kid gets a hold of it or, you know, you accidentally shoot it. Yeah, somebody else. If I you mean, know they're dangerous
1: doing, in, in and of themselves. They and are. You got to do safety. Safety's always, you know, the first point of emphasis. But it comes down to that's the point I was making. When any situation comes up where something like this, we call people with guns. Yeah. Whether you're in a no gun zone or a gun zone, when a crime is committed, what do we do? You call people with guns. (laughs) Even politicians who say, we're against guns, outlaw them, and you see them walking around, they have people with guns around them. I'm like, I would listen to your (laughs) argument if you had no one around you with guns. Then I'd say, okay, now there's a courageous person. That's right. Well, They're they're like, well, that's not practical. Their philosophy is, I don't mind their passion because I—that's what my point was. I experienced that. I was angry, I was emotional, but when I went outside, I put all that aside. I thought I got a job to do, and I, it's to protect my family. Right. So I set that aside, and I wasn't, you know, trying to get
0: revenge or I was no. defending my house. We all need to remember in the first century, all the guys, all they did. Read the book of Acts. After Jesus died, was buried, and raised from the dead, he gave them marching orders, go make disciples of all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. If you're going to get some great power, the Holy Spirit comes, and they take off and start preaching the gospel. It is worthy of note that every last one of them, the apostles, were in fact killed except John. They were all killed. Their fellow man killed them. So because you wonder, you say, well, why in the world would somebody be shooting up a family group and all they do is read Bibles and holler about Jesus all the time? Why would you? So the only answer I can come up with on why it's that way, there is good and there is evil. There is God, and there is the evil one, Satan. then you say, oh, it's it's going to be. It's been a battle with him, the evil one, and it still continues. Mm-hmm. And any way you slice it, boys, you say, we're in the middle of it. So other than being prudent and making sure that we're protecting ourselves, being self-controlled and alert and just uh, – You know, I don't walk out the door without being armed. I mean, I I just don't.
2: Well, we hadn't for a long time. Let's take one last break. Well, I wanted to read 1 Timothy
1: 5. You know, we've referenced this before, but we did it more in a financial situation. And the whole section shows you that as Jesus-loving people and as leaders— And I think, you know, as as men in this context, men and women, but I mean, you know, taking care of those who are vulnerable. And in this case, it's widows and children. But he says in verse 3, he says, Give proper recognition to those widows who are really in need. But if a widow has children or grandchildren... These should learn, first of all, to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents, for this is pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say, the widow who is really in need and left all alone puts her hope in God. And, you know, he's, he's, he's bragging on those people. But then he says, give these people instructions. And in verse 8 it says, if anyone does not provide for his relatives, especially for his immediate family, he has denied the faith. And is worse than an unbeliever, and I think even in these moments, you know, part of my role as a man and a husband and a father, when a crisis happens, I need to rise up and provide some leadership. So that's why I was setting aside my personal animosity and whatever the situation, even taking that moment for Karina because I really felt sorry for her. I thought the girl has. On her own, made it through life, has had every reason to quit. She's an orphan girl. She's worked her She couldn't tail get back off. into her own country. She I couldn't mean. get back in her country, and she she does this, and she gets a scholarship to an American college where she's passing. And now we got the quarantine and the virus. She was so you she know. can't go to school. I mean, she yeah. doing that online she's right. down here at our house. And now all of a sudden, I could just sit in her eyes. It's like how did I get in this situation? You know, I'm standing there with two guns. And she's like, do
0: what? This was my happy place until today. By the way, Jace. We're your family. uh, This is us today. The audience audience may not know, but basically between Willie's house and Jean-Luc's house, your house is just right there. And mine. Yeah, valid point. <laughs> you, you were with about, you're within 100 yards. I mean, you know, bullets go a long way. Well, that's why
1: I started with I'm taking
2: a nap and I hear boom, boom, you know, and I'm like, whoa. Oh, man, what, all what? the flaps went down in my house, too. You know, because, I mean, you get into the zone. You know, I got grandkids there because, again, we're all quarantined. So I live right next door to all my kids.
1: Well, I started doing the trajectory map. I thought technically those bullets. Headed in this direction. Exactly. They're probably
2: yep. in my yard. They, they may. Sure yeah, yeah. Well, you know, know, people get killed all the time. They shoot these weapons over in the Middle East and stuff. They shoot them up in the air in celebration. People get mm-hmm. killed all the time because a bullet just comes down, cracks somebody's skull. You know, skull. you're a lot happier. I mean, it's dangerous when yeah. you're yeah. firing
0: bullets. So, something like this, you, you, we, we made, uh, almost make jokes about it, but we're looking at it. You're saying the reason we're, we're not sad and, and 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 all that is because the bullets didn't didn't hit anyone,
2: and these he, and he could have. You're right, Dad. But you know, it's funny. It's kind of the Robertson way. I know our audience knows it because you hear the way we talk about stuff. Just to show you, I mean, the night it happened, so Willie was cooking lobster. He's on some kind of anti-meat, but he can eat fish. I don't know. It's a weird thing, but he's orders lobster. So I hear that you know Maine lobster. I said, Well, I'm in. Order me some. You know, I pay you for him. He's got all these cook pots, and he's steaming lobster. You know, they're eating it about once a week. So I was like, oh, I'm in on some of that. Well, that was that night. He was steaming lobster for it. Well, the shooting happens, all that stuff. So I wasn't even going to ask. I figured the lobster meal had postponed. They postponed. <laughs> I, I figured that got postponed. I figured that got pushed. So Willie texted me. This is two hours after Dude, all this happened. Seen, cops... have, have
1: you seen Willie lately? He postponed a no meal for long. Well, though. he's eating
2: something. <laughs> he, he, it ain't all fish. It's a, it's a lot of fried something. But anyway, so he said, so Willie texted me. He said, do you want me to drop these? When do you want to drop these lobsters in, in the pot? Of course, I was kind of shocked. You know, this is literally three hours after all this happened. And um, I said, well, hey, whenever, just, you know, we're ready. Just let me know how long will it take. And he said, well. It's 15 minutes, he said, but I'm kind of delayed thanks to the attempted murder today. Well, he says that in a text. Well, I chuckle out loud, yeah. and it wasn't really funny, but it was just the way we handle stuff. I mean, it's just kind of our way to like yeah. make a joke about something, especially when everybody's okay. Well, everybody I've seen
1: since, they're like, well, you don't, you don't see, I mean, what have you been doing? I'm like, well, look, I'm not going to change my life. Because I was attacked, or my family was, attacked, for whatever the reason. Because everybody's like, "Well, why did he do it?" I mean, what well, I was like, "It doesn't really matter to me." But I'm gonna keep sharing Jesus. Yeah. We're gonna live life. We're gonna jog in the neighborhood. And now, if you if you get too close and you bring out a weapon, I will defend myself. Yep. You know, and you better not miss.
0: <laughs> this dude, I I I would love to sit down with him. and, Sherry. No, doubt. no, doubt. no doubt. Look, that, All
1: it did was make me realize the need for us to share Jesus even you. more. Let's get to these people before they get into this situation. Whatever it is. I don't know his story, but I know one thing, he needs
2: Jesus. Just to show you how preachers think, Jace, See, when I you give me five Ps, I got a sermon. So here's, here's my, and you'll hear this at some point, so I'm calling it the devil drive-by. Because the devil's always looking to kill and destroy. That is correct. John 10 is what he said. So we got a plan. The plan is the gospel. It changes hearts, lives, even people that have been led by the devil. Our protocol is righteousness. In any and every scenario, we always respond with what's right, righteousness. Our psychology is being led by the Spirit of God. See, that that way you're always knowing your own track in the way you think and develop. Our pistols are actually defensively the armor of God, offensively, it's this, and it's weapons. Was the first Corinthians? weapons that demolish strongholds? This meaning yeah. you picked up your Bible, right? The audience didn't see so right. Probably. Well, that's right. Good, good call, Dad. You see, you're really just, into the podcast. Who does here to help. And then the last one was practice, and that's daily decisions, new mercies every morning. So uh, like well, that it. that'll preach. Well, I'm not preaching, and people will be sh- shocked that you literally did that off the top of your head. Right here. Hat, yeah, oh, inside. right here On here. That's so, exactly right that That's the way preachers
0: think yeah. Let me end this With a short prayer I'll Absolutely Do it. Love it Father I have a, Just a simple Thank you That the bullets Did not hit Any yes. of our family members That's right I pray for the guy Who did this father That somehow Through this He would come to the sh- Shake his brain And come to his senses That's right And uh, come to a knowledge Of the truth And uh, Somehow get Unextracted from the evil one Who's taken him captive to do his will So uh, I pray Father You work in his life so this won't happen again In his life again Thank you because they missed In the name of Jesus I pray Amen. Amen Stay safe out there Unashamed Nation
2: So we're so glad you guys were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook. And be sure and rate us on iTunes so that other people can know about the podcast.